If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. So in this episode, uh, we talk a little bit about um, Sal's drama that he created. A very controversial post yeah. I put up on Instagram about Ma- how to do a plank. The Ooh, we love it. Most viral post that I've seen any of us do. Mm-hmm. That, it's, mm-hmm. it's already got close to 60,000 views already, well over 300 comments, a ton of tags, ton of academia people coming after uh, Sal. We really ruffled some feathers on this mm-hmm. one. People Which the, just don't want to let old methods go. And, and that was the intention. So we we went over, he did a small video on the right and the wrong way to do a plank. Uh, but what we wanted to do is make sure that those that wanted to hear more detail about it, we actually made a video on our YouTube channel. So, Mind Pump TV. Yeah, Mind Pump TV. So if you guys are not subscribed uh, yet, go to Mind Pump TV. You can comment, uh, like it, share it. Uh, this is the type of stuff, though, that we're going to be getting into, so help us grow that, keep it moving. So if you guys are not on it already, get over there to the YouTube channel. Yeah, check it's, out. it's literally titled How to Do a Proper Plank, and it's on our channel. Check it out. We go into a little bit more detail and depth uh, as to why we teach it the way we do. I've actually got the link up on my Instagram right now, too, and I believe you're going to put it up in yours. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening mm-hmm. to this, uh, you'll be able to collect, uh, click a direct link if you're on IG before you're on YouTube. This is what I don't like about Instagram. Their fucking algorithm, yeah. <laughs> because so it's a, it's a dead giveaway. What you've been looking dude, at lately? So we got <laughs> Let's be honest. So we got we got some we got some good friends in the industry who compete in you know physique and whatever, and they do lots of posts on Instagram of themselves with their shirts on and their underwear. It's it's the business, right? Anyhow. <laughs> We were all, don't fucking put it on me, asshole. My, all of us, oh, 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 hey, all I, of us were going I through. Any my, of those my, ads. my Instagram Explorer doesn't look yeah. like that. Yeah, let me see. Go ahead. Let me go through uh, your Instagram yeah, Explorer. I got like yeah. power lifted. It's clean now, by the way. Hot chicks. How do you, how do you get I, I, I ended up, I clicked on enough chick pictures oh, now to change the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Look at that, bro. There's like 15 pictures of dudes with their shirts off on your. No, those are uh, football players. Oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't matter what they are. I know you make up your little stories in your head, but. There's one one men's physique guy. There's an aesthetic guy. There's so, some football. So anyway, stuff. We're, we're going through and go ahead. Tell everybody what we're going through what and explore. Look, we're like. looking at because this is part of our industry. But because I'm clicking on these pictures and looking through them, I guess the algorithm's picking up that I like looking at dudes <laughs> and their underwear and shit that are getting very snuggly. So on next other. thing you know, I go Did, through the explorer and it's like every fourth picture is a homoerotic photo of some dude yeah and it's not like it's like it's like borderline like no fitness no. or <laughs> you, you sent it to us i'm looking at it right now oh the, <laughs> no the one i sent you is the worst oh it's so great dude it's yeah. like <laughs> one of them's like a, a half naked bearded guy out in the forest holding his dick in a black and white picture <laughs> another one is like this teacher looking lady might like this who's sucking on a banana uh, this other one's this dude his he's in his he's in his bedroom and he's in like super tidy tidy whities and he's his, his, his you sent it to us i know but i don't remember his Dick is bulging out of his shorts here. Whoa! Yeah, then another one <laughs> is then another one is a waterfall that is, that is splashing and making a, the shape of a penis. Bro, what are you liking, dude? <laughs> a lot of a lot of penis that references happened, here. I don't know if that has that anything. That all to, happened because I, I just day. from one thing. I mean, yes, I, I like uh, men's physique pictures. That's all how t- algorithms work. Yeah, dude. I don't yeah, know, dude. It's I it's think kind of uh, a plethora of. Wait could, a minute. Hold on a second, bro. I'm data, looking at data the, points. I'm looking at the picture that you that you that you looked at. Yes, there's okay. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's nine visible pictures on the screenshot. Four of one them are cockpicks. One of them is a girl sucking a banana. That wasn't a dude. I said a teacher. I said a teacher. Mm. Yeah, but you made it sound like it was a guy. <laughs> you, there assume, are, you assume Out that. of nine pictures, there's two homoerotic ones. 
Uh, no, you could argue there's three or four there. No, there's only mm. two. Well. I'll post that shit, bro. Post it on the forum. <laughs> Our forum wants shit. to see this. Show yeah. everybody Our forum wants to know what, you know what? That's what we should all do. Everyone should post their Explorer. Yeah. Snapshot your Explorer and let uh, the forum see what we are looking God at. God damn it. As soon as I open mine, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah. I've got, I've What's got, happening? I've got, what? De- I've got DeMarco Murray. I've got DeMarco Murray, Tom Brady. I've got uh, go. Sadiq in here. I've got uh, some Pop Warner football, some chicks with guns, some girls with bikinis on the, you know. I don't know, dude. Mine's pretty, uh, mine's pretty accurate. No, it's good. Mine's, only, mine's pretty accurate. I only saw two. Stuff that I like. I got like MMA stuff and chicks. Yeah, this, it, these, these are seeming to be pretty accurate. I only, saw, I only saw two. Now it's pretty good. It's all good. I'm scrolling through. It's all it's all. Genuine. I want you to post the one that you showed us, though. All right. I'll post that on the forum. You need to, you need to show. For our, our private members. So they can see how weird and Private twist, members. twisted you are. What did you guys do this weekend, by the way? Um, what is this weekend? What did we do? I went to uh, Adam. Do you remember? Movie. Do you remember your name? Oh, Storks. Storks. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Is that a kids movie? Though? You don't expect. It's it one of the funniest cartoons yeah, I've ever seen from a kids movie. It's like the last time that happened. I think was like Shrek. Yeah, they they sort of dude. It was really good. This has to be one of the highlights of being a parent, dude. I know. Right? Like it's sad to kind of <laughs> come to that reality that like, dude, I'm all excited about this. Why am I excited about this? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Let's be honest with ourselves, right? Because this is what your weekends have turned into: going yeah. to the movies with the family and the kids, and then when you get there, every once in a while, you get to watch a cartoon that yeah. is actually a has some I went adult to humor. birthday parties, and then. <laughs> soccer game and then that was the highlight right it's, there for it's, sure. it's hard to understand when you don't have the capacity to love as much as we do <laughs> because we have children so you, just don't, you just don't understand the joy yeah. of creating still in self-love of, mode of creating yeah. human beings I don't even remember so what I did this weekend what did yeah. I do this weekend of contributing to society basically yeah what did you do? See, you don't even fucking remember what you did. I didn't. You know what? I, I'm my. <laughs> I slept a lot. It was crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah. Oh no, I got up early, guys. Oh, yeah, I play little video games. I got up uh, early. It was like nine a.m. Nah, you know what? I just made a whole day of NFL Dude, watching. Can we talk about this for a second? Because it was easy. Can you talk about and, this? And nobody interrupted me. This is Adam. This yeah. is Adam. Fuck! Yeah. I swear to God, at least once I, a week. I smoke like five joints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit this, was awesome. This is Adam. At least once a week. Oh god! Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah hey guys, let's just work from fucking like, till I got sex, but yeah. I didn't want any more. I was like bored. How about yeah. this? How about this, Justin? Hey yeah. guys, why don't we just fuck? We could just come in and just work all day long, all weekend. Nobody guys, like, who cares? Listen, let's I'm just, here let's already. Let's start tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Let's just start. I'm tomorrow. already here because you know I have nothing else you to do. Guys, you guys are slacking, <laughs> slacking. Yeah, me and Justin are like, fuck. Oh, damn it, we have children. I know. No, these kids, <laughs> kids schedules. Kids, kids, I don't remember. You know what? This weekend, uh, <laughs> yeah. He thinks we're Captain Kangaroo over here and shit. <laughs> I got uh, I got pissed off on on Sunday over two different things. I can't remember what you got what. angry. Well, I was I was eating breakfast and good. you were the messing. progress of our uh, construction. Oh, that's what happened L- to me. a little bit. So you know my breakfast spot that I eat at yeah. uh, daily. What's so, it called? Uh, it's called uh, Country Inn. Okay. I shouldn't give him a plug though because I was pissed. Uh, oh, so, they made you angry. Uh-uh. Okay, so I've eaten I've eaten at this place for the last, I don't know, three, maybe four years consistently, five to seven days a week. It's my breakfast spot. I go there every it's a and I like it because it's off the grid a little bit. A bunch of gray hairs are in there. People that don't know me. I sit at the bar by myself. I work and I eat and it's just kind of my routine. So I've been there for a long time, right? Well, every once in a while on the weekend, uh, especially on like a Sunday football, uh, Katrina will get up and she'll be like, Hey, you know, I'll make, I'll make, um, bacon eggs, but you know, why don't you go pick up pancakes from, uh, the, our spot because they make the bombs like blueberry pancakes. 
So I'm like, oh, that sounds great. That sounds like an awesome Sunday treat. And I said, well, put the order in um, and tell them it's for me, and then I'll be there in just a little bit. So she calls in, tells them it's for me, and because uh, and I have like a, I don't ever, I don't want butter and shit and sugar on my pancakes. They know that. And so I, I'm running behind a little bit, and the reason why I'm running behind is you guys are texting me about what's going on with our construction. And um, so I'm like reading that back and forth, and I'm kind of frustrated with what's going on with our uh, contractors to for our spot right now. And then I'm like, I got to get over and get these pancakes. So I head over, get the pancakes. I'm like 10 minutes late already. And I'm like, fuck it, whatever. We can just reheat it when we get there. Well, I get there. And it's a madhouse. It's like super busy and shit. I walk right up to the counter to pay. And I said, hey, are my pancakes ready? And they're like, uh, the manager's there. And he's like, oh, you know, just sit down. We're really busy. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm like, I just kind of slide. To the slide. I had already had my card out ready to pay. And I guess my pancakes were ready. I'm like, that's weird. I was 10 minutes late and they're not ready. But I'm like, okay, cool. Then I'm going to get hot pancakes. So I don't have to reheat them. This is cool. I'm like sitting there. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm texting back and forth with you guys. You guys are getting me all fired up because we're talking about the contract and <laughs> shit. So I'm already irritated. I'm going uh. and I'm waiting for these pancakes <laughs> to come. And, you know, I'm sitting there in like 10, 15, 20 minutes started to go by. And I'm like, dude, this is ridiculous, right? And I text and Katrina's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm still at the breakfast spot. And I'm watching like all these plates come in and out. And shit. it from scratch. And now I'm sitting at the bar and I've been waiting. I'm having a cup of coffee waiting. And I said to her, I said, you know, can you please text me the time that you called before I get crazy on these people? Because I was like, was it that long ago? She's like, she sends me the, the time that she called. I'm like, that was fucking 57 or 57 minutes ago. It was an hour ago. I was like, holy shit. So I walk back to the counter. I go up to the manager and I'm like, is there a reason why my my pancakes aren't ready yet? And the guy goes, oh, man, we're really busy. I'm like, busy? Is that an hour I ordered ago that I can't get four pancakes? And he kind of looks at me with like this blank stare. And then this girl comes walking up. She goes, oh, uh, your your order is right here. Oh. Right? And it been, so my pancakes have been sitting there for like fucking 30 minutes. So you got cold Son ass pancakes. Right? Oh, I was fucking furious. And then on top of that, there's nothing. And then you could tell that the manager was like, felt like an idiot. And then he, I was just like, Did he give them to you for free? No, he didn't. That's it. And that makes me mad. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you know, you, like, you have to do that. It was $9. You know what I'm saying? Which, and in the past, I've eaten there so much before they've given me breakfast for free. So it's not like I, I asked for it or I expect it. But that's just so annoying to me for you to fuck up that bad. There wasn't like a big apology about it. It was just like, oh, mm. whoops. And then like the, the girls were like, why didn't you guys tell me he was here? Like, oh. Uh. And I'm like, they're like, did you not tell me? I'm like, no, I walked up. I tried to pay. And then you guys slid me to the side. I stood there like an idiot for like five minutes. Then I sat down for 20 minutes while people kept coming asking what I was doing there. It's interesting that some people just don't innately have that customer service gene. You know, like you have to like teach that to people like, well, oh, hmm, how can we remedy this situation? Well, you got to start thinking like uh, that's one easy way to do it. Right. Is to just, OK, well, this one's on us. We'll, we'll eat that. Especially from a guy who who eats there fucking every day. I mean, right. I spend thousands of dollars there per year at a breakfast spot. Like who the fuck else does that? Like there's <laughs> there's no they literally do not have another customer. I have my own coffee mug there. Yeah. I have my own spot. Like what do you mean? They have they have they save your coffee mug. Yeah. Sorry, this this reminds me of- I get served in my mind pump cup. I had a favorite shake. I would go to this place like all the time, like a protein, you know, smoothie shake with like, uh, you know, kale, all the stuff I would add in there. And um, this guy would make it and he had it on the menu all the time, right? And I was like, I always look forward to that. And I would go and I would get that in between because I'd have a client and I would go drive to the next appointment. And the guy's like, yeah, we're not making that anymore. (laughs) 
I'm like, you're not making that anymore? Like, was there like this, you know, he's like, yeah, well, I just felt like I was going to change the menu, so I'm not going to make that anymore. And he didn't even give me like, well, I could probably make this for you or you like do whatever. I'm like, well, I, I'm not coming here anymore. <laughs> That's what's fucking happening, you right. fucking dickhead. That's It's just so, it's, I don't know. I only get irritated when it's a, a situation like that where I feel like, you know, I've been this customer for this long. I'm always super patient about things. I tip hella good, like... You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the guy you're supposed to give that breakfast to for free or make like make a big yeah. deal or like feel so bad about what happened. Damn, dude, you didn't have a good weekend. Oh, uh, no. Yeah. Then, like I said, you guys are hitting me <laughs> but, up with, uh, the, with the contractors. I, I mean, when I, I went off to I went off to Maui and I thought, OK, this is perfect because we got estimated that it would be done in 20 days. And I figured, OK, that should fall somewhere between when we're in Maui. So when I get back. Our, our studio is going to be ready to rock. We're going to come into our new. Pl- I'm going to come back to a new spot. Like I was so excited to get back. We get back and shit looks like it hasn't even fucking changed. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And then you guys are all fired up. And then Sal's down there measuring the or checking the level on the walls to make sure it's fine. And I just had the tile guys ready to come on Friday. Then I pushed into Monday. And now I pushed into Wednesday. And everybody sent me up like because we have three different teams that are working on this. And they're like. Listen, dude, we can't just sit around and wait for you to call us and tell us when you want to come in. We need to know a date when we're going to be laying floor. We're going to be laying tile. This is when it's this is when it's uh, beneficial to have an asshole on your team. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because then Adam can go off on people. And, Unleash the asshole. And we, yeah, we can, yeah, we can always come it's up like and be the like, Kraken. We can, you know, yeah. sorry, Adam's a little. <laughs> I'm sorry, he's angry. Yeah, he gets a little angry. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know? listen. Yeah, you know? well, I felt we, like we cage him a lot. It, it works out. Uh, we gotta let him go. It works out real well. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I felt like you were prodding me in that direction. Actually, I can be a massive asshole, but the difference is, I'm uh, no. There's no difference. I can no. just be a huge asshole, yeah. and it depends on who gets there first. Right. Because I, when we text them, when we sent the text. I was asshole-ish. I no, wasn't. No, I wasn't no, quite were, asshole. You were coming at him. I was. I, I was, yeah. but it was asshole-ish. And then Adam came at him with like mm, full-blown yeah, asshole. At him. Yeah, <laughs> really? Was, yeah, it was asshole-ish, but it was good. Okay, it needed to be said. It was a little tag team there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. I. I don't think me and you can both be that level at the same time. I know if Justin goes asshole, it's too late. It's it's gone. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah if he, we've hit Defcon five. If he does it, then I, it's, I'm throwing blows. It's too late now. Yeah. Yeah. The idea yeah, is like, the I, I go to violence. The idea is to play the good cop, the bad cop, right? One of us is the nice guy who's kind of coddling yeah. the emotions. Listen, it's going to be okay. He's a, yeah. he's just had a bad weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he, he got cold pancakes today. What do you expect? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, cold pancakes. <laughs> you know, come when on. When that happens, yeah, yeah. You know, rages. He's so, working on it. We haven't yeah. seen this angry since he got out of jail. So it's he's working on it. He's working on stuff cold yeah. pancakes and crooked walls dude yeah. that's enough to send me yeah. off dude, i went you know sure. what i went over the weekend uh, actually was uh i went to uh they had a renaissance fair down at uh casa de fruta you know over there in gilroy or whatever doug was down there too with his uh, daughter so i brought my kids down there you guys ever been to a renaissance with the ren fair like I have, Kazaa! have you ever been that to one? kind of ren fair it you ever been to one hilarious it? it is so you know what it is it's i a, know what it is i've never been but it's a bunch of uh it feels like uh, it's like it's like their own brand of nerds. It's a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons well, people it's a Shakespeare, wearing their Shakespearean, Shakespearean. It people, is, right? but there's a lot of sexual repression coming out. Uh, what? Yes, because you walk and around. You, brought, you guys brought your oh, kids. The nerd, the nerd chicks. Yeah, right? they they all wear the they really were, tight. Their tits falling out. Yeah, and yeah. they're all very like, and the guys with you know have no shirts on because they're trying to be like warriors and yeah, and they're all dorks and. But you could like tell Xena warrior princess, and they're all drinking, and you could tell everybody's got this weird sexual repression coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really? I, didn't you feel the same way, Doug? You could totally sense that, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this, and and there was there was like a jousting, <laughs> uh, but they were actually hitting each, hitting each other's shields with these long jousts that were designed to splinter, so it was real dramatic. Yeah. But there were girls in the audience like ah. Oh. 
And I was like, whoa, yeah. you guys throwing are panties out there. It, it was weird. It's a weird vibe. Jeez. It's an interesting vibe. It's like a sexual repressed nerd. Is it kind of like what's the one that's on mm. that that movie? I and I heard those are real too. I never the larping they, and yes, all that. Yeah, yes. I forget what movie that is too. It's uh, what I movie is that? Forget what, something like Step, not Step. Uh, is it called Larping? That's what it's called. Yeah, larping. What's it? It's an acronym, right? What's it stand for? Yeah, live action role play. Yes. Yeah, you knew that too. LARP. You knew that pretty fast, right there. Uh, I, I, I was <laughs> trying to slow it down. He so was, I didn't he, was, I could t- he said the acronym. I, I asked like, him, Son of a and bitch. I knew he knew right away. And he was like, "Uh, well, uh, I think well, it's live action role play." I've only done it twenty <laughs> times, so that doesn't really. I'm not real versed. I bet you though. I bet you they have some good sex. Lightning. Though. They do, dude. And it's here's if the thing: you're, if you're comfortable enough to do weird shit like that in front of people in oh, the public. Theatrical, when right? You get, when it's you gotta get, be. When you get home with your little nerdy chick, I bet you yeah. well, do dude, some freaky shit. Here's what you see there. You see super nerds. Like, come here, serving wench. And, yeah. You see yeah. the super nerds. Then you have bikers. There's a lot of bikers that go there because they get to wear their leather and no. they get to kind of look like pirates. Ser- I'm serious. <laughs> Pirate bikers. And it's, it's kind of like this weird, interesting mix oh, of people. Great. But I think it's not. See, I'm not going to. So what's it centered around? I mean, you go there. The Renaissance. And- yeah, they like make no, things no, no, out no, of leather. Not, and that's not what I mean by center. I mean, like the whole event. Like, is it. Is there a play going on? Is there people no, that are just, is it like a place to meet and hook like, up? I mean, there, what is the whole? There's like the, vendors selling stuff, but it's all stuff relative like to. Like meat legs? Like they're selling like they're selling like wooden cups that are hand carved and, you know, costumes that look like they're from the era. Yeah, yeah. But how many people ale. are like, dost thou likest in ale? Everybody talks like that. Yeah. Everybody talks like that. Like, how many Referring people to their women as their the wench. Face. Yeah. You know, look at my wench or whatever. They're spe- it's really, it's an interesting vibe. But it's not just Renaissance Fair where you see sexually repressed nerds. I think anywhere you have a nerd convention of some sort, uh, it dude, comes out. Comic Con. That's what I'm saying. Dude, you it get comes all out. these anime <laughs> characters that come out and they're just like in G-string and like boobs. And then you see this like herd of like yep. booger nerds yep. just, no, yep. my God, they can't talk. Like, I have a picture. I'm telling you, it's just like that's their, like their, their juices get flowing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're all like together acting weird. So uh, you guys like, go this there. Which the is cool. This is real life. Which, hey man, it's cool. If that's your thing, it's cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed looking around and seeing all the different costumes and the acting and the. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I like the, the gypsy style a little bit. I do. I really do. And you see a lot of that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like the yeah, belly yeah. dancer kind of gypsy style. It's kind of hot. Yeah. It is legit. Well, it's totally your style. Why? Because you like that uh, earthy kind of yeah, hippie-ish like, kind of like, like. Let's get up and just move on a whim. And, yeah, that's kind of um, your. That's your thing. Not for wash sure. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Not, sh- not showered. <laughs> like yeah. you know. I wouldn't go that far. Fucking hair, just yeah, nothing let, let, really no, done no, no, with no. it. Let's take crystals and just rubbing on each other. And, you know, <laughs> Ooh, stuff like that. Depends. Depends <laughs> on the crystal. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so it was a good time. The kids had fun doing it. How about your post that you did this week? Dude. Holy shit. Dude. Did you fucking <laughs> poke dude. the fucking bear, dude? So if Hilarious. You're, if so you, awesome. If you are in, on Instagram, go to my uh, Instagram page, Mind Pump Sal. It's a post. It might be. It's the last one right now. By the time this airs, I might, I'll probably end up posting one or two other things. Yeah, but let's talk about how many. It's the one that says wrong and right, and it's me demonstrating a plank the way most people do it and the way that I like to teach it, and I explain why. It's yeah. approaching. Holy shit! It's approaching sixty thousand views. Sixty thousand views. How many comments? Three hundred and forty comments. That is insane. Three hundred and forty yeah. comments, and the people who really came out and had a fucking tough time because people were tagging their trainers. 
that you that that's is, what they were doing so this is what cracked me up right because they're like you teach me wrong this is what this trainers is trainers and pts all kinds this of this is there. this is why i was so excited to watch this unfold was because and by the way half is, the time i post shit to be controversial on purpose this this was all part of the you plan. weren't even thinking you would get that kind of reaction i i knew that it would piss some people off some though. people yeah, yeah i knew that would happen i didn't think it would go this crazy well though. we knew that i mean you guys saw uh i think i did it the moment you posted it it was only up for maybe an hour and i snapped i screenshotted it posted it on the forum and said uh you know social media 101 for those of you that are entrepreneurs in fitness and you want to see so i told everybody on the forum like this is what you do you know this is like i an ideal situation because you're going to get something that is bait and hook yeah totally Boom. totally bait and hook uh, which is showing people something that I mean, even ourselves, like how long did you do a plank wrong? I know I did a plank wrong for a very long time, right? right? Yeah. I, I taught a plank wrong for a very, totally. very long that time. That first one was very common yeah, for the beginning of my career. It's exactly what we used to tell people. And, you know, so to to for you to put it, spin it on its head like that or turn it on its head, like that just freaked out everybody. And of course, all these clients that have trainers that have told them to do that. And that, you know, yeah. they probably just got out of a session the day before and they were doing a plank and they're like, and they probably already listened to mind bump or listen to stuff. And they're like, what is, it's not what, what you taught me. So these poor, when you think about it, I mean, I know we were kind of talking shit about these academia nerds that were getting on here and trying to be smart, but what do you do when you're in that situation? When you're a trainer, hmm. your client calls you out on something that you've been teaching them and it's wrong you kind of have to double. You put you put everybody in a position to kind of double right. down. It's yeah. happened a couple times. Protection. Mode. I actually yeah. ran into a friend of mine who I've known for a very very long time, and she's a trainer. And one of her clients, who's a big fan of our show, called a meeting with her and her manager because she heard opposite on Mind Pump, and she wanted to have a meeting with her. <laughs> so I ran into her at the grocery store, and she's like, "Sal, she's like, man, you guys are making things yeah. tough. Like, what's going on?" And she yeah. told me that. I'm like, "Oh well, you know." You must have said he must have been doing the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. So, so here's here's the thing. Let me break it's, it down. I, I, I fire people. I, I really, I really feel like we've created this love hate relationship with trainers. You either love us or you hate us because you're either on team mind pump and That's you're all it. about us continuing to sp spread the good word, or you're a fucking hater and you've decided not yeah. to tune in and like learn and you're preaching opposite shit and your clients are coming well, back. Well, so so here's the thing. Just so the listeners understand what we're doing. Okay, so. In the post that I made, I demonstrate a plank like most people do it, which is with a neutral slash anterior pelvic tilt type position. Right. And this, I could pick, I could pick up any fitness magazine. I could go online, look up plank, uh, and yeah. this is how they teach it. One hundred percent. Now, here's the problem with that. When which, by the way, everybody, a lot of people, that was their debate and argument for the the. Oh yeah, we're gonna get in there. We're because, gonna get there. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 make sure yeah, you yeah, touch yeah. on. No, that. we're gonna get there. So <laughs> common knowledge. So the problem with planking that way is it becomes an it becomes a hip flexor position. It's a hip flexor plank. Mm -hmm. Tight hip flexors, low back tightens. Lots of low back. You're yeah. definitely stabilizing some with your core as well, but a lot of it's hip flexor and low back. And so when people do planks like this, dominantly, they're, they're always like, oh, I, I feel it in my low back when yeah. I do it this way, or or I can hold the plank for five minutes. You know, I can hold it forever, and it's because the way they're doing it. Yep. Now, the way I teach it is I teach it, or with the way we've taught it now, is with a posterior pelvic tilt, I'm crunching the abs, I'm squeezing the abs, I'm tucking my tailbone, squeezing my glutes, and I'm pulling back on my elbows. The reason why I teach it that way is because that maximizes- You're maximizing the recruitment with your abs. I am Exactly. I'm maximizing abdominal recruitment, and I'm minimizing hip flexor recruitment. Yeah. And for the vast majority of people that you'll train- 
most people have hip flexor dominance. Right. And so when you do an exercise like leg raises or any type of a sit-up or whatever, they're pulling really hard with their hip flexors and they're not getting that good lumbar so flexion. So the argument is like benefit, you know, what what are the benefits versus one or the other? So you see like the way that Sal's showing it, there's much more benefit to that if we're going to use our abdominals primarily as the, the focal point of this exercise in particular. Right. And so what happened is on uh, on the on the post is I had a bunch of academia come up there, and what I mean by that, if these are people who are educated, physical therapists, yeah, chiropractors, or, or, or trainer with a bunch of certifications, or a bachelor's degree in sports medicine, whatever, here's the problem that I have with academia. Uh, first and foremost, I learned uh, through certifications initially, and a lot of things they taught me I threw out the window. I'll give you a great example. We were taught to bench press uh, at down to 90, 90 degrees. degrees yeah. We were taught to shoulder press down to 90 mm-hmm. degrees. We were taught to squat down to 90 degrees. We were taught to limit ranges of motion and keep everything, every exercise, every movement we were supposed to do was supposed to be in this braced, neutral, anatomically correct, neutral right. spine. Which is fine. There's nothing wrong with it. Well, However, let's, let's talk about why that is. Right. Yeah. The reason for that, and okay, if you're a certification and you know you're 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 getting you're giving credentials to these these young twenty year old minds that are going to go out and they're going to go be teaching people, which the average client is a mm-hmm. middle aged soccer mom with all kinds of fucking imbalances, right? Yeah. They know that. They literally that's like eighty to ninety percent of the clients. Well, they're mitigating uh, potentials for injury. Exactly. Like, they're honest. covering their ass. If they can't be. They cannot tell a trainer that this is the ideal position if that trainer isn't ready to address those issues and knows how to correct those imbalances to get that person to be able to go through full range of motion. So they choose the safer route, which is, hey, let's teach them these movements like a chest press, like a shoulder press, you know, like, a you know, any any move like a plank, like these movements that are basic. So, OK, let's keep them here because we know they're they won't hurt themselves or yeah. they're less likely to get hurt by doing a movement like this than if we encourage full range of motion when most people can't go through. Full well, range and plus, of motion. like a, a lot of this is like they're they're trying to sort of jump start like with trainers to clients. They want to get them to a point where they can take them through a full workout. So it's like this entertainment value to it as you're coming in as a member you have these expectations based off of like what you see in magazines what you see on tv you know i want to sweat i want to work out hard i want to do all these things and uh they want to make sure that okay let's let's build this out so they could then take them through this you know heart pumping uh workout where we're not going to address like these root issues like these these like impending issues that need a lot of time and you need a lot of slow progression to get to a point where you can really blast and take it to a higher intensity. Well, here's the thing that I here's the good and the bad with academia. So academia teaches everything around neutral, uh, anatomically correct uh, mm-hmm. spinal alignment. OK, so every exercise you do, if you do a row, if I do a cable row, they want you neutral spine head looking straight in a, in this neutral position, stay tight, and then all I'm moving now are my arms to do my row. Uh, if I'm doing uh, a press, if I'm doing a crunch, if I'm doing anything, it's in this this neutral spine position where everything has to stay this perfectly straight. And the, the philosophy behind that is you want to strengthen anatomically correct neutral spine. You want to build everything around it and that so that that person is in that perfect posture, you know, posture position all the time. Well, for, Unfortunately, here's a problem. I'll tell you what the problem is with that. That's a great place to start, but here's the situation. 
We are not robots. Yeah. We live in the everyday world. We do not walk and straight up and down. No, you're gonna be, you're gonna bend over. You're gonna pick yeah. something up. Your Ooh, spine is oops. gonna flex. Oh no, you're compromising. Your shoulders me. are gonna round. You're no. gonna pick up a round, heavy object. Yeah, you're not gonna have neutral spine. Right. You're gonna be twisting and moving and climbing and doing different things. You're gonna play with your kids at the park, and there's all these different ranges of mm. motion that your body has to move in. And if you don't train and strengthen within those ranges of motion, then you are only, you are not going to be strong within those ranges of motion. So what no. ends up happening is you're stable and strong in the gym, but you're weak and unstable in, in everyday environments. That's it. And that's the problem. There, there comes the problem. This is why if you always train within a particular range of motion and everything has to be perfectly straight. And here's the thing. You got to understand something. If your body can move in a particular way with good control, Mm-hmm. with good tension, without pain, then guess what? Your body moves that way, yep. and it's okay to strengthen it that way. It's okay to do that. It's okay to bend forward and flex the spine sometimes. I can't always bend with just hip hinging and squat down and look like a fucking robot because I'm not going to think that sometimes. Sometimes I go pick something up, and I just go to pick it up. What if my kid falls? I got to bend over and grab him, right? Yeah. You got to be strong in all these different positions. So they're trying to argue that... You don't want to you don't want to add any load to uh, a flex spine, even though and because then, then this guy comes on there right. This guy's trying to debate me, mm. and he says, "Well, I wouldn't have somebody flex their spine and do squats with three hundred pounds." And, and I'm like, "Listen, you fucked hard. <laughs> Nobody said put a bar on your back, tuck your tailbone, and do flex spine squats." Yeah, right. I am in a plank. I am horizontal. The gravity, gravitational my, forces are down. Best. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. It's not going from my head down to my tailbone. It's forcing me down as, as I, I, because I'm horizontal to the floor. Not yeah. to mention it's your body weight that you're suspending and holding up to. Right. It's not fucking 300 pounds on your spine. Right. You have to strengthen. Difference. Let's hope to God you can hold your body weight up in yeah. an, an extended or or a flexed it, position with exactly, your spine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You have to be able to strengthen all these different positions. Now the key is the key is to do it with good control, good tension without uh, major you know joint imbalances or issues. So when you're doing a movement, even if it, you're move, if I'm doing something like for example, a Jefferson curl, okay? Mm-hmm. A Jefferson curl, if for most if I were to do a Jefferson curl in front of 99% of the sort of academia, they would lose their minds. They would. Because what a Jefferson curl looks like is I have a bar, I'm standing up, and I literally roll down until the bar touches my feet and I'm flexing my spine. I'm rounding my back. I'm going down. Now you do the exercise real light. You do with good tension Mm -hmm. and you never let the the ligaments support the weight. You always support it with muscle and then you roll yourself up. Now, why is that important? Because my spine moves that you're way. You're trying to learn. You're, it fucking you're, moves you're that way. Teaching yeah. your body how to articulate your spine through a full extension and flexion. That's all you're doing. Exactly. And, and learning how to strengthen through that full range of motion. Exactly. I don't. Which you know, is what gymnasts have been doing for like centuries. Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it's like it, it's so silly and obnoxious because like their argument is solely based off of like machines that have already been uh, manufactured and built for us to move in a specific way in the gym. That has no translation to everyday life. Like if I have to conform my body to these movements and these specific angles all the time, then, you know, it's just there's no comparison between the two. This is why some of the old school fucking amazing exercises have been discontinued. The windmill, for example, has made a large comeback thanks to kettlebells. But for a long time... People didn't windmill because they said it was oh, bad for your be back. Terrible for your back. Don't right? bend over and twist. Yeah. That's what they say. Don't, you don't bend want to over twist and twist your back. Right. Yeah. 
the the behind the neck uh, shoulder press. Mm-hmm. The behind the neck shoulder press requires better shoulder mobility. It requires right. better control and tension. But yeah. if you have those things and you can work towards it, you just increase, you just improve your shoulder mobility. Adam is a beautiful example of that. Adam train forever right with your shoulders anatomical position perfect and you and did you end up getting better or worse shoulder mobility oh, worse worse when i was when i was stopping at 90 degrees and training this way and bodybuilding nonstop. when i came and i decided i wanted to try and press like that it just was i had to start with just the bar i had just the bar and i would start with just good mobility movements to get now i can take it behind the press and i could do 185 pounds behind my neck completely safe completely controlled but even like, so I just did a squat, right, the other day, and uh, one of our fans uh, made a comment about my wrist and asked me about it. And he said, oh, I was reading, I think, Supple Leopard or something else, and he was talking about, or uh, Mark Ripto, because we had recommended that on the show. And he was talking about the way a wrist was. I said, absolutely. If you notice, my wrists are breaking, and that's because I still don't have com- as good of mobility in my shoulders as I would like to have. Perfect shoulder mobility in that in that deep of a squat, I would still be able to keep my wrist mm-hmm. in a nice neutral nice position. Fixed, yeah. But you'll notice I, they're broken, and they're broken because I'm retracting as hard as I can to get a bar in a lower position, and I don't quite have the flexibility quite yet. So it was excellent that he pointed that out, but in the same token, too, I'm not sitting here saying that this is a perfect squad this is me working towards that and it's been a lot of work the last two years of working on my depth working on my mobility but you know i i don't know if you saw what i wrote on that i finally chimed in i kind of let you uh, have some fun with these guys for a while and then i and i got in there because i must have read at least 50 comments of this neutral spine talk neutral spine neutral spine which uh, is a fucking hypothesis this is not even something that's a fact. So for people to start getting into debate over that and talk uncertainties makes you look like more of a fool. Neutral spine is a zone and it's a hypothesis that was created years ago by somebody. And it's one of the most heavily debated things amongst it's all still your, debated. It is. It's heavily debated amongst all your, especially nowadays with all the mobility specialists that we have now mm-hmm. that are starting to come out and say, well, there is some truth to this and there is some that there is some of this that there's gray areas. And mm-hmm. what you did, which is what I love to see, is you went after that gray area. You you did something where you knew that it was going to ruffle some feathers and some academia people that just come fresh out of school right now and just got learned that just got taught the opposite about what you just were going to freak out and start trying to spit off some knowledge that they think they know already. But what they don't realize is that the neutral spine is so debatable on because on, genetically we're all different. Yeah. And what is neutral? And just like you guys were saying before, we're not robots. We don't walk around. We don't and- all have the same limb length. Exactly. You know, like, and that's, I think that's the other problem with academia is like they tried to create a standard. And by trying to create a standard and having this authority over this realm of what is fitness, how to work out, how to do it properly, they made it in this super generic, like, uh, version of what it could be because they know that if, they can keep things just so uh, the the risk of injury might not be as great. However, you're not going to get individual uh, performance that's going to maximize what you individually are doing. Well, and this is where this is where I would come in and I would argue against Sal if he was showing an exercise that where the the risk of it would be really dangerous to be putting the the the, the spine in that much of an, a flex position mm-hmm. i would be like hey, that's regardless of articulating the spine as ideal or not for us that's not a, an ideal place to train right, that right. you know what i'm saying but moves like a cat cow 
and the plank, which is basically what you're doing. It is. I mean, in that, it's really what he yeah. what, what he really did was was co- combined the... a a cat cow into a plank in, into a right. planking position. So there really is not much of a difference. Very minimal stress there. I Very, mean, it's hilarious to me that there is such an, an outcry and an outburst over like a plank position. There's a big difference between having a flex spine with weight on top of the spine pressing down and compressing the spine exactly. versus being in a horizontal plank where the only reason why my spine is flexed is because I'm contracting my abs and creating that position. Well, you know what's hilarious? You see what I'm These saying? same people that are chiming in, I guarantee have not chimed in at all with CrossFit and <laughs> right. with what the fuck people are doing behind their back and snatching overhead with their weight and compromising their spine. Like, get your priorities straight. <laughs> right. For Good. fuck's sake. Coming well, in. it's because they, well, because they teach planks well, that's how why. I show yeah. the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it, and they, they look stupid. They so, look stupid. I get it. Yeah. yeah. So their clients tag them and they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Always do a plank and neutral spine. Always do like no, dude. That's 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 not how the body works. And, and look, you you go go to the fucking go to some third world countries where people are picking rice with their hands. Are they hip hinging and squatting down? No, they're <laughs> fucking bending over. They're just doing it. They're bending over. And guess what? They they bend over for hours a day, all day long. Like yeah. your body can move a lot of different ways. The key is to be able to do movements with good tension. Good control without any obvious, you know, imbalances that are going to cause you problems, and stra- and you want to train within lots of different wide varieties of ranges of motion because that's what's going to translate to the real world. And then from a cos- cosmetic standpoint, it's what's going to develop the most muscle and strength. The only about the I'll I'll defend some of the people that I, that came after there, and and there were a few that I thought handled it correctly, and and, and I'm sure it was challenging, right? Because they were trainers that got tagged by their clients. You could tell. Uh, but what they would say is like, you know, y- yes, he's, he's right. It, it does. The, the, you did have an excessive curvature in your spine to, to show what you were trying to teach. Cause I can do that same plank with, and I could tilt my pelvis in without creating that much of a curvature. And somebody might look at mine and go, Oh yeah, that's better. Right. Or that's right. And it's not necessarily mine's more right or less. You exaggerated that movement to get a point across. And that was what I was trying when I chimed in was like, that was the point of this was to show that you know, 90% of these people that are doing these planks are doing it in an anterior pelvic tilt. Mm-hmm. And all that's doing is continuing to reestablish that poor neurological connection. It's con- it's putting stress on the low back. It's constantly firing those hip flexors, which is the main problem with like 90% of the population. You having some sort of a, a, a your thoracic curve like that, it, the guys were trying to say like, oh, you're going to create these neurological poor patterning. It's, Get the fuck out of here. No, you're not. You're not going to do that in a plank position, holding that for a fucking 30 seconds to a minute. All he, In fact, there is no real neurological connection going to there. All of it's going to your abs and you're contracting right. and squeezing there. That's where most all the, the, the patterning yeah, is going. Pulling all the forces right there in the meat yeah. of where you need to. Well, yeah. it's just academia can, uh, you know, they contribute quite a bit to fitness, but they're wrong too a lot of times. I'll give you an example. Yeah. They said for a long time that the stress on the knees is too much for a full squat. And so you need to stop at 90 degrees. We now know that if you stop at 90 degrees, you actually place more stress on your on your knees than you if you were to go all the way You're down. More on the hips, engaging your glutes. That's right. And, and now this is, of course, we're we're talking about people without major muscle imbalances. Again, good control, good tension. Uh, it's not true. Going a full squat is better for your knees than doing a half squat. Uh, other examples: 
Every time I post a, a sissy squat, everybody, people lose their fucking shit. Oh my God, that's so bad for your knees. Not realizing that same shearing force happens when you do a leg extension. You do a leg extension, it's all knee extension. Mm-hmm. The difference is one is more functional and your body's probably heavier, so it might be hard for you mm-hmm. than a leg extension, but it's fine. If you can do a movement without pain with good control and good tension, then guess what? You can do that movement. That's really the bottom line. I used to not think that. I used to think... Don't do that. That's going to be bad for you. Don't do a pull down behind the neck because that's going to be bad for your shoulders. And don't right. don't go all the way down. Don't go so deep with your dips. There's another one. You do a deep ass dip on parallel bars. <laughs> yeah, I people that freak before. out. Yeah. Well, you know what? Didn't, did you, the, didn't someone yell at you? Yeah, I did that at the gym one time, and somebody was trying to talk shit about that. And I'm like, well, you know what? It's been a gradual process that I've built even more range of motion that's supported for me to give me the kind of strength. I'll show you right now. I can stop here at the very bottom of this and then press my way out of it. No problem. Because I have that kind of a connectivity that I can pull from now. You know, if I didn't and I was going down and I was feeling (laughs) no support and strength and I was just really trying to press myself down, that's the issue. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I, I think part of why we struggled with it in the past was because Exercises like that, a deeper, uh, a deeper dip or a lat pull down behind the head or shoulder presses was because it, the information that we were getting back then was like, oh, this will work this muscle better. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, do it behind your head so you get more rhomboid action or do more this so you get more rear delt. Like that was like the. Well, this when, is why it's still nails on the chalkboard so much for me to talk about isolating muscles because I feel like it's such a fucking waste of time and it, <laughs> and it ruins everything that your body's supposed to be doing. Well, no, you're right. I mean, you're absolutely right. That's where I think even for someone like me who's so aesthetically driven, you know, it's always been trying to find that that balance. Like, how do I find this balance of where I do care about, you know, the way I look and I want this, you know, I want to have that bodybuilder look to me. But then at the same time, too, I understand the importance of the body working together synergistically in that I don't want to lose that because all I do is isolation movements all the time. So. I think that I think there's I think there's a way to balance. But I mean, I really think that's what Maps Black was a lot about. You know, Maps Black is a perfect example of these full body compound type movements that are incorporated with, you know, a balance of isolation movements to create more volume and progressive overload. But for the most part, it's it is your meats coming from all those compound lifts. Yeah. And I think I think some of the uh, misinterpretation comes from observing uh, athletes or people who work out. And the injuries that they get, like, oh, you know, you shouldn't do that with your shoulders. I, you know, I, I was a swimmer and now my shoulders are bad. Or I was a, you yeah, know, well, you I know used why, to squat you know that way and it hurt my back. Yeah. And it's really, it, that's that's not a good comparison because, A, you're looking at overuse prob- issues. And overuse issues can happy with, happen with anything. Were, did they have good control and tension throughout the movement? If not, then of course you're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, the human body has an amazing capacity for movement, far more than you you can even imagine. If you were to put me on the rings and had me to you know try to do movements that male gymnasts would do, I will fuck my shoulders up. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean my shoulders can't move that way or aren't supposed to move that way? You can't train no. to get there? No. It means that I can train and get myself to that point. Uh, but it doesn't mean I should avoid, it means I should avoid those movements now, but I can work my way up to doing those. So there is no like exact, like don't do it this way. Cause that's totally wrong type of deal. There are with certain lifts, but when it comes to training the body and flex spine, twisted spine, well, a lot you of, know, and that's, and that's where you can kind of trace back. Like if you get an injury in a high performance sport, you can trace back to the training. 
what you did not address in your training that contributed to you not having uh, the proper response or support within that movement. And it's it, it happens all the time. Like it doesn't matter if, if if it's in a really super fast twitch movement, it, you know that needs to be involved in the training that's leading up mm-hmm. to that. So your body can respond and, and support, uh, you know, joints and all that properly. Yeah, and there's there was some debate about you know deadlifting with a rounded thoracic spine, and and then but then you have athletes who will go lift an atlas stone. Like an atlas stone requires right. a rounded back. Yeah, you can't and, do it any other way. And There's much of, hundreds of pounds you're picking up. Yeah, to. and much of the lifting that you do in everyday life involves some kind of flexion or rounding of the back because you're lifting awkward shaped. Yeah, they're things. never perfectly. I'm not <laughs> lifting with a bar. It's not a perfect no. barbell. So the key, Balanced. the key is, can I maintain that position? with my muscles or is it my ligaments that's holding me in that position if it's my ligaments if i'm at end of range of motion and it's my ligaments that are supporting me and i'm just pulling and letting my ligaments do the work then we have a problem Mm -hmm. but if i'm supporting it with muscle it's not end of range of motion and things have good tension and good control then everything's okay well in in a very easy test Okay, with this with your compare and i know you you challenged a few people that uh, which which was go do it you know, go do it. If you don't believe me, you don't get it. Go yeah, try do it. it and see what it feels like. And it's very, it's a, it'd be a very simple test. Go do those two planks, the right one and the wrong one. When you and and sit on in that position for as long as you possibly can, and pay attention to what fatigues you and makes you stop. Mm-hmm. If you start in that first one where Sal says this is the wrong plank, and you sit there, I guarantee what you will feel give out is your low back. Mm-hmm. Your low back will be what will fatigue you and make you want to move. At one point. You'll get tired. Even if you are using some of your core, even if you're using some of your core, the moment when you realize that I can't hold this much longer, it will be that low back starting to feel stressed. There's nothing wrong with training the lower back. Right. Yeah. No, there isn't. But this is is a a better way. If your focus is to build up your core and draw in more with your abdominal muscles, like Sal showed you a better way to do that. And the, if you do it the, the other way, the right way, and what you what will give out, you won't be able to hold that position. Your abs will fatigue. Yeah. The right. moment those abs give you, out. You'll go anterior tilt. Yeah. Yep. You'll go, whoop, you'll tilt right out of mm-hmm. it and you'll be done. And what'll be great, you won't feel any stress anywhere else. Right. The guys that were trying to say that any any sort of thoracic stress, stress pff, get the fuck out of here. There's <laughs> no stress there whatsoever. No. When you're in that full contraction you're, and you're, your transverse abdominus is completely engaged, there is nothing, there is no stress on that on that upper or or lower back. And then once it fatigues, once the muscle fatigues, you'll collapse and you'll fall and you'll be done. I've had, I can't tell you how many people. It's pretty have, simple. I, it's actually that plank, that position. If you're a trainer and you're open-minded, go ahead and go on my Instagram, see how I do it, try it yourself. It is a very effective tool to get new clients because everybody's planked. It's like the most popular exercise for core, right? Everybody's mm, planked. There you go. And good selling I, point. A huge. I would have a client come in, a new client. They're they're thinking about hiring me for personal training. I'll ask them, "Hey, have you ever done a plank before?" "Oh, yes, I have." "Okay, can you get into plank for me?" They'll get into a plank. Ten out of ten times, they're in anterior pelvic tilt. I will place my hands on their hips. I'll support them and I'll say, "Okay, tuck your tailbone." I'll have them tuck their tailbone, squeeze your abs. Then I let go and I'll say, "Do you see? A feel? Do you feel a difference?" I'm like, "Oh my god." I can feel my abs, whereas before they couldn't. It was, like I said, a hip flexor plank. And this is what makes a plank a shitty exercise if you do it that way. Most people are hip flexor dominant. Yeah, Most like, of us sit with tight hips. Like hip 90, 90 plus percent. That's it's, why it's a, That's why the people that were arguing it, the only 
the only people that shouldn't be doing that plank would be somebody that's the, the opposite, that have a an excessive posterior pelvic tilt. Mm-hmm. If you had an excessive... And weak hip flexors. Yeah, if you had ex- excessive, exactly, excessive posterior pelvic tilt, weak hip flexors, then doing something like that would not be ideal. But literally, that is like less than, five, very less than 5% of the population. Yeah. You, those people stand out like a sore thumb when you see them because they, they walk like they're sticking their dick out when it's they're walking. It and they, have, they look like a frog in suspenders. Like, if hey, you've ever hey, seen that hey, look, hey, hey. That's, what, that's what somebody... <laughs> a frog looks. in suspenders? Yeah. yeah. Like, what are you you can picture that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a, right? A, fro- uh, a frog in suspenders is what somebody like that looks like. I want a poster. Mm. When they, coming at you hot, <laughs> you know? Like, maybe Justin like, can hey. find us an animated picture that so people can put that together i want a poster like that <laughs> yeah i mean you just got to consider this uh there's there's ranges of motion that you can move in uh under control it's okay to train in those ranges of motion and your goal is to be able to get big longer and better ranges of motion with control it's a slow process it's a step ladder mm-hmm. as you get the new ranges of motion you get strong with them you get confident in them and then you progress and move and what ends up happening is you become stronger in much wider in different positions than you would had you always stayed in this perfect anatomical look straight ahead don't move you know your spine and do your press like this do your rows like this because life doesn't work that way mm-hmm. it just doesn't work that way anytime you go pick something up or go play with your kids you know, you've got to twist, you got to bend, you got to flex at your spine. It, none of it looks like an exercise in the gym. <laughs> none of it looks like you're doing squats and deadlifts and fucking rows. Nope. It all looks a lot different. And so, a lot of it's unilateral, all that stuff. It does. And so, you got to train in those different ways. So, to say, you know, because I, I, and the funny thing is, too, is I trapped some of these people in some of these posts where I, where I said, okay, well, are you, are you trying to say this right here? And one guy, like, he doubled down. I said, are you trying to say, you should never exercise with a with do any exercises with a flex spine, and uh, his response was uh, no, never, never do anything with a flex spine ever. He said that's what he said. He said that's correct. I'll never be an advocate for loading a flex spine, whether it be body weight or external weight. It just doesn't make sense. Plus, it puts you at a greater risk of injury. It's like what does he mean by loading? Yeah, like load how? Then <laughs> yeah. you then you never do a you're crunch. Putting gravi- you're getting gravitational forces just walking around anyway. Like, yeah. It, it, so you're you're intensifying that a little bit, being in a horizontal. But position. that would that would mean you would never do a crunch like, because a crunch a crunch, either, a yeah. crunch is literally flexing at the spine. At least a proper crunch is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the load is gravity. That's so. Uh, does that mean we can't do that? So th- then I can't work my abs in the full range of motion. I can only have the, them be he, strong. He should have stuck one. with like adding an external load. Was it the same knuckle body weight? Was too. it the same knucklehead that referenced to the lower abdominals? Was that no, that's another guy oh my god he's like well that would be that's good what i wanted to just but like, it's not going to work the lower abs and i was get, like oh did you got you all these lower abs you got all these academia Certainly. guys trying to be all smart throwing their credentials out talking shit using terms like lower abdominals and fucking neutral spine like all things that are fucking debatable already and like dude you sound so stupid arguing something like this when and you're using terms like that like just stop while you're ahead just fucking accept that you were teaching your client wrong fucking fix the issue <laughs> move along dude take the advice you know what though just a heads up to everybody uh you know going forward that we will be posting more shit like that i mean it was just yeah, I mean, it, it shows that there's a need for that and that you know a lot of common knowledge exists and pervades the industry as far as like what's common so you know i think that was like our first taste of like wow this isn't common knowledge what we sort of uh, teach our clients and I, I think Sal hit it on the head. I think we'll, the next one we should do is the seated row because I remember. Oh, oh dude. I People's the heads time, will explode. I remember the first time yeah. I did that and right away both, like you, that both and, you guys and went, squat. oh, yeah. I can't believe you're doing that because now you know how many people. Well, even you mentioned 90 degree squats and all that. Like that, that's totally still there. 
Yeah. yeah, it is, and but it's still you know with the squatting, you're seeing more people talk now about full squatting. Thankfully, it's, it's, because strength coaches yeah. are coming out and saying, "What the fuck Finally. are you talking about?" Yeah. Uh, but for a long time, when we were when we were in training, that was a big no no to do a full squat. No, I, right. I just was going across somebody who's a, a you know one of uh, Lane Norton's proteges that actually was teaching that and talking about that. And I thought, oh man, I used to like this kid. What's what, going? Was on? he saying don't do a full squat? Yeah, he was saying just squat. And his theory is because I'm not a power lifter. I'm not a power lifter, so I'm only going down to 90 degrees. And I was like, well, the, what the what fuck does, does that, that have, have to do? With what does that have to do with the uh, anything? What we're talking? It's about? It's funny to me. Think about this. I want you to think about this, listeners. Okay, they used to literally advocate. We were taught do not do a full squat. Do you ever see little kids when they sit down in a squat? Yeah. Do you know that's a very natural position? That's how oh, women yeah. gave birth. Yeah. Women gave birth by sitting down in a squat and pushing a baby out. That's how people took a shit for a very long time before we had toilets. Okay? Yeah. It's a natural movement. Same thing with flexing at the spine. Yeah, you should if be real comfortable in that Yes, you, if, if things are good, like again, strong, good tension and control, your body can do a lot of different things. Um, so this whole like uh, this whole idea of having to helps stay you perfect, poop better, everything exactly. Yeah, man. Look at read this read this first paragraph right here. What is he, what is he saying? Yeah, he's just he's just advocating you know training training in a shortened range of motion for. Oh, for, I am addressing it for hypertrophy reasons, and I'm maximizing muscle activation by staying in his active range of motion. Well, yeah, if you can't go lower, then I guess you shouldn't. Well, so you know, what I'm saying? Yeah. You know somebody brought that up uh, on my page the other day, reasons. talking about. Um, you know, the argument of exactly that, which is shortening it up so that there's all this, you know, time under tension. And this was something that I used to preach a lot. This was this was a lot of my theory on stopping at 90 degrees on a lot of the exercises is if I stop at 90 degrees on a bench press, I know that I'm keeping complete tension on the chest the yeah, entire time. Such a myth. It is, right? And Like it, the chest loses tension because you're yeah, going down all the way. Right. And it, But it was. It was something that I, I remember I used to say that all the time, and it was all about this time under tension, and then you would extend up, and you would keep your elbows slightly bent, and you would never fully lock out, and... There was, and it was always the argument was always based around hypertrophy and time under tension. It was like yeah. the best way to build muscle is time keeping time under tension, and the longer the muscle is being worked, the more effective it is. And if I lock out, then that's less time under tension. If I go too deep, and now my shoulders are kicking Talk in. Talk about adding more time under tension. Add you know increased range of motion with tension. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's more time. That's more time. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So it's. Uh, it's one of those things that there's a lot of uh, a lot of shit out there right now, and I, I think going forward we'll definitely have to stir. Man, that no, we're we're not safe from anybody, man. The bros hate us, and the fucking academia hates yeah. us. <laughs> Both sides hate well, us. Well, we knew academics. We knew academia would because we know we we went through all that. That's the thing too. I, I love when people like start to ask like, oh, what certification? Like, dude, I don't even give a fuck about any of the certifications I have. Like that. Why do you think it's not posted on my bio? Like, I'm not I'm not trying to be like, oh, I have this 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 this. No, they're good places to start. I've got a shit a ton job. of them, and yeah. I'll tell you right now half the shit that we learned in there is like moot compared to what we yeah. what we've gone on to learn and, and what we're still learning the body we're, we're so evolving with that and movement like this is this is something that's highly debated and anybody that starts talking in certainties i think mm-hmm. r- that should be your red flag so if you got somebody who, who yeah. gets all that god complex because they went and got their phd in something and they start talking in certainties when they haven't even opened a book since they graduated well, it's, just, regur- eight years it's ago. just regurgitated yeah they dude. haven't put any thought behind it like as far as internalizing it and like, applying it so you know somebody that has applied it and spent years on it and uh, you know, manipulated things and, and taught progress the, taught the wrong way for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we've done all that shit, dude. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. Come on. 
Listen, if you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you will win a free Mind Pump t-shirt. If you want to check out some of those posts on Instagram, you can find me at Mind Pump Sal. Justin's at Mind Pump Justin. Adam is at Mind Pump Adam. And you can find the Mind Pump Show at Mind Pump Radio. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump.